welcome back for another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiamkoyak. Hello. And Mrs. Megan Whisker. Hi. I did it right this time. I said yeah. Mrs., not yeah. Ms. So yeah. official. So, hey, November 2nd. That's crazy. That's the I, date. We are well into fall. It, yeah, it's October like flew by. October was way quicker than I thought it was going to be. That felt like a really long month. Yeah. I felt like October was forever. So Vinny said it flew by. (laughs) Megan was like longest month of my life. It's because she joined the afternoon morning show. She's like, (laughs) like, oh no, it's Friday. Put up with this. I was thinking of Halloween every day until Halloween. Oh no. Well, the church says you're supposed to do like an act of like um, sacrifice and penance on Fridays. So this give us meat yes. or whatnot. And Megan uh-huh. does the afternoon morning is, show. Yeah. That's, uh, yes. that's her active She graces us with her presence this and puts up with us. Yeah. So Megan, you said you were thinking about Halloween every day of... of Pretty much most of Halloween, yes. I mean, most of October. Why? <laughs> Just, what, what's that about? Um, I've always loved Halloween. Okay. See, I, 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 I pose that. Fine. At one point, my daughter and her friend were going to be Anna and Elsa, and I was very excited about it. Mm-hmm. But then halfway through October, her friend decides, I hate Frozen now. Oh. I'm like, Okay. Well, the now what nerve, are we going to do? I the know. The nerve of some So then toddlers. I had to think Jeez. for the rest of the time what our family costume was going to be. And wow, I finally got there, but it was a lot of pressure. What was it? I didn't actually see it. It was what cute. Was, we yeah. were the princess and the pea. Yep. Um, Matt was a mattress. Uh-huh. Oh, oh wow. We did I, did, there? I didn't get the play on words, but oh, I do wow. now. Yep. I feel get a little it? dead because of it. Something, something <laughs> and now I only call him mattress. All right. So Matt was a mattress. Has anybody changed his name in their phones yet? I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Matt was the mattress. Addie was a princess, and then we made my tummy a pea. I explained that to my wife. I was telling her about the picture, and and I said, yeah, and and Megan's tummy was a pea, and Christina just looked at me. And anyway, she's pregnant. She's, oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my, my you need that you information. Pregnant. Yeah, it does sort of. It does sort of help. Yeah, but didn't didn't yes. your wife, Chris, know she was pregnant? I, no, I knew. Oh, but Chris, your, no. your wife had no. No, no idea. she didn't know. Yeah, because I think we've only talked about it here on the show. Like it's oh, not something. And when when Megan and Vinny you. come over to do the show, we don't actually let them into the main house. No, they have we're to not stay allowed. out here in the studios. They they don't even answer the door when we knock. <laughs> no, true, we, no, we we literally walked up to <laughs> walk up the driveway. We actually almost beat the FedEx person to wow. the door. Yeah, knocked but then on I was it. like, I'd rather have a stranger knock on the door. The chances of them opening yeah, are much higher. Did. It is kind of cool that I have this yeah. office out here. You know, that we have the studio in the backyard, and so we can keep life and stuff separate. Yeah. But we we do love you guys. You are allowed to come. But see, my thing well, was the FedEx person did half the work for us. She knocked for us. We walked up there, then she then disappeared. Then she ran away. We were just no. standing there, and I went, nobody's inside the house. And yeah, that's like when I, I, I will <laughs> pop out to thank the FedEx person from now on, and, and they're like gone. They're Long cooking, gone. Man. Oh, like yeah. not even on the street anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> well, no, she the the FedEx person literally pulled around your house and literally stopped, jumped out, and basically went, "What?" <laughs> like, she she was she was quick. I and, and maybe this is my experience. I don't know if it's everybody else, but I feel like FedEx and UPS is at our house all the time now. Like, Always. I don't, did we? I don't like. Did I buy this much? Stuff? I don't like. Did I? I'm not the one buying it. Did, but like, and, and granted, there are six kids in my family, so everyone yeah, always yeah. needs something, you know. And yeah. they grow rapidly, right? Yes. Um, but like, there's something always being delivered to my home, like always. We have Amazon packages almost daily. I have no idea what they are. They're Matt so has fun, his fun though. at work. Okay. He buys things on Prime and. There you go. Shows up at our house. Okay, so have you signed? This I'm going to say this now because uh, it's going to be one of those shameless plug things. Have you signed up for Smile.Amazon.com? I did. I have no you did. idea what that I is. Nice. What so is that? so smile.amazon.com, and if you're listening, you can you can be a part of this too. <clears throat> if you go on to smile.amazon.com, you can select the nonprofit of your choice, and then 
every time you go to Amazon to buy something, you can still use your Prime. Go to smile.amazon, and they give a, a percentage to the nonprofit every That's choice. really cool. Everyday Catholic. Oh, wait. You have to go to something else? to. You have to them. log in at smile.amazon.com. Oh, because okay, I signed up for right. that to be the yeah. thing, and then we still just order from Amazon. And that's the hard thing. Remembering to get there is the hard yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, well, now I know. I didn't yeah. even know that. Wow. I had no clue that was a thing. I also haven't used Amazon in forever. Which is weird Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, have, I have resisted buying, like, because I, I realized when I had an Amazon, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I absolutely need this. Turned to my Amazon and ordered. And that's yeah. when I had a lot of stuff showing up, and I went, yeah. Oh, I don't need half this stuff. <laughs> I thought I did at the time, and I, I don't. I was at the at, at Target picking something up, and I thought, you know what? I need some floss, and I just and I just bought it. Like I just went over and bought floss, and I was like, this is weird. Like I shouldn't I have checked Amazon first. Like see if there's a cheaper price on floss. I'm like, yes. You know what? I think we the can floss. The, the floss. The thirty cent margin. I think we can cover that, right? Yeah. Like, I think we can probably, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could you could find that change on your couch. Yeah. Well, if you maybe. need floss Not that bad, me. my kid then... probably ate that change. I was going to say, my house what? is baby-proof. Yeah, ours should be, but it's not. Um, yeah. So, okay, uh, so today is November 2nd. Is, this is something I've never really understood. Uh, is November 2nd the Day of the Dead? Dio de los Muertos. Yes. So it's All Souls? All or is, Souls. Is that, is that, but All Souls is Dio de los Muertos? Yes. I, like, I just like to say it. You know? Yeah, mm. so it's all, all Saints is the first. Yeah. So there's All Hallows Eve, which is... Halloween night, the 31st. Right. Right. And then it's All Saints Day, and the day after is All Souls. Okay. All oh, right. it begins on the 31st and ends on November 2nd. So it's not Dio, it's Dios? Dios. Dios de los. It sounds Muertos. like it, according to Google. Interesting. Chris and his Spanish. Uh, <laughs> you should really teach no. Spanish, Chris. I actually, I've been, I've been slowly <laughs> learning German since high school. Uh, uh-huh. that'll help you with Spanish. No, uh, yeah. Totally. November 1st is generally referred <laughs> you know, to you as know German, the German. romance language, the language yeah. of love. German. Not that one. <laughs> Day of the Innocents is November 1st. Right. Day of the Angels, also known as Day of the Little Angels. November 2nd is referred to as Dia de los Muertos. Day of the I see. Dead. Okay, very good. Well, Sweet. Megan, you actually did a beautiful job segueing into this because we wanted to talk about Halloween a little bit and skipping back from that. Oh, and yes. you, you segued into it really well, which we couldn't let stand. So we had to go around a couple Naturally. different places. Well, it's the as we do show. here. I have, to make yeah. I have difficult. to point out the segue. But like, so you mentioned the family costume thing. Like that is something yes. that I just didn't, I don't think anyone ever did when I was a kid. Or maybe I just had lazy parents, but it was just not, I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody did it. I don't think I it. saw it either when I was in elementary no. school or right. school. No, I started I've, seeing it. I never it. saw it. Mid high school, when the older kids I knew were getting married and having families, it's like, oh, they're geniuses. I'm not gonna do that for the rest of my life. When I get right. Married. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Like that was the more of my friends started having ki- like younger kids. Yeah. And they they did the the dressing up as each other it for my parents. Starts with a couple's yeah, costumes. Yeah. I went to I went to like a Halloween party on Halloween, and yeah. all of the adults had costumes on. I walked in. My wife and I walked in with our kids, with their costumes, and we we did not. What cost- is wrong with you? And 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 somebody goes like, "Hey, man, where's your costume?" I was like, "I'm I'm a grown up. Like I that's <laughs> a grown up. I dressed I dressed as a grown up. How I had sad. my time. I'm good. You know. 
I don't know. I mean, I think if I think if it's a party for grownups, then, then like, it's yeah. a different it's a different, that's a different story. Thing. But if it's like a family thing, and then all the adults show up, gonna... I mean, granted, like if it's a family, I mean, thing, you have a okay, huge cool. family. So we it's do a have party a huge family. Anyways. It is every day, every time's party. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that that was a negative thing. I think it's just like a generational thing where I was just like you're just I didn't like even, above it, that bar. I just didn't even didn't even like cross my mind like yeah. oh I should put on a costume for this. I was like oh I should put on a hoodie because it's kind of cold. That was that was where I was at. <laughs> it was, it's more functional than anything else. Pretty much. Like where's my costume? Was like well is there is there someone you can think of who wore a hoodie because I'll be him for Halloween. That's yeah. who I am, a hoodie guy. Yeah, I didn't. I oh. never. I never had my parents dress up when even when I was little. I don't. Like, they think... dressed me up, but I never. I have seen no pictures of my parents. I don't think up. I've ever seen my parents in a costume either. either. No. My mom always had like a witch's hat to put on and to be like seasonal, I suppose. But she wasn't ever like dressed like a witch. Right. Yeah. My parents are always like, yeah, no, we're doing a whole family thing. You look the both of us and. Like the the whole like that's it. You are you are our child. You are dressed up as us, and yeah. we dressed you basically. So <laughs> there's your costume. <laughs> there's your costume. Like, so like in my whole life, I don't even remember like costumes being that big of a deal. Like I, no. I there were many Halloweens where I would just throw on a bandana like like on top of my head and be like a pirate, or I grab like a, my mom's <laughs> clip on earring, a bandana, and like stubble myself, and I'd be like I'm a pirate, and I'd, like a pirate in jeans and a t-shirt. You know what I mean? That's that yeah. was my which would pass. Now it's it was like, fine. Yeah. Now you have to be like. We always put a lot of effort into Halloween. Did you? We did. No, I mean, literally. means a lot I, to Brittany and I. I don't know what? if it did for the rest of the family, but we pressured everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> I was a kid that just threw on the, the bed sheet, cut two, two like holes for eyes out. Yeah. I did that like the four Charlie, years in a row. Did you really do that? Yeah. Um, I don't think Did your mom get mad at you for cutting holes in the sheets? Because mine would have. Well, no, because yeah. it was when I was really young and I couldn't work the scissors because so I, they were sharp. I was like, Mom! And she cut it out for me. There you go. So she did it. That's I didn't do get it. Her involved. Wow. The so problem was she's they, a criminal. they were sheets with a pattern. So he was walking around with like NFL exactly. teams on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that would have been great. It's not as impressive. <laughs> Pikachu's. Just ghost of Super Bowl's past. Something like that. Yeah. The ghost of Super Bowl's never to come. It's weird, though, because it's the Browns. It's <laughs> I feel like it is weird though because like there's so much more like pressure to be creative or yeah. to do something and in like the next day on social media everything is like everybody's family or everybody's like pictures of their kids and it's like a, it's I just man I just like in some respects I think our parents had it a lot easier they didn't have to oh, yeah. do the whole keep up with the the Joneses yeah thing. that's true on that on that they had other things they had to keep yeah. up on yeah. yeah I feel like in general, like the mommy need to like keep up with things on social media is a little bit. I mean, I hear that there's a lot of pressure. I don't really feel it very much, right. but I feel it on Halloween. Really? I feel the need to be creative for Halloween. And you do, do you believe that is social media inspired? Probably, because yeah. otherwise no one would know besides yeah. the people we saw that night. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, totally. I mean, like I honestly, five if, you, people. <laughs> if you weren't going to post it on, on the web, then why would, you know? Yeah, you, that's true. Okay, so our, our three-year-old was Captain America. Um, and he, yes. And he's been Captain America for about two weeks now, I'll be oh, honest. Um, but he, uh, it was awesome because he's got little blonde hair, right? <laughs> and so he has Captain America suit on, you know, and his little hat. But he takes his hat off. He still looks like Steve Rogers. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and uh, the enti- he ran from house to house uh, doing, singing, um, uh, gosh, it was the Ramones. Uh, hey, ho. Let's go. Really? Hey, ho, because it's in Spider Man, yeah. right? So he, every house, he's running with his shield. Hey, ho, let's go. <laughs> That's so cute. Let's, it was awesome. Oh, That's yeah. so good. He was so tired by the time we got, because he ran house to house just to keep mm-hmm. up with the big kids, really, you know, but like, yeah. yeah. He charged oh, the whole cute. thing. 
Yeah. That's so cool. It was awesome. It was like a store bought, you know. Well, yeah, but still, like store bought costumes are way better. Like he had actual muscles. Yeah. Right. It's right. the coolest. No, I remember like when I did dress up for Halloween, they were just like the super thin. Like you put it on and it looked like the costume, but like it was on your body. Yeah. We had plastic. It was like a plastic like thing you put on, like a plastic Pla- overalls oh. that you put on. So they'd be ripped and torn by the end of the night and a little crummy like mm. plastic mask that was. See, I remember the crummy flexible. plastic mask. Oh, yeah. 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 Nasty and then you'd stuff. be breathing into it and then just condensation builds up on it. Oh, yeah. By the time you pull it all right. off, just your whole face Ugh. is just. Oh, yeah. sounds terrible. Our high schooler who's on the water polo team has officially become a water polo player this Halloween. Yes. Because if you're a water polo player, you'll find any excuse to wear your Speedo in public. <laughs> yep. Right? Oh, yep. no. That's the true sign. So what he yep. did is he had a muscle suit. It was like a muscle suit where you could see like see like the muscles, yeah. like there was no skin on it. He wore that a couple of years ago. He put his, so it was, it fit a little tight. Uh, so he put his Speedo on over that. And they went out. The high school guys went out together, and you know, oh, oh lord. So it said Muriet on his on his backside, and he oh you know gosh. went out. Yep, that is so. Funny. We're so there. Yeah, <laughs> proud dad, officially a water polo player. Yeah, I was actually kind of you know he was clever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, because you played water polo, so there was a little bit of you that was like, water oh yeah, polo. yeah. I, I remember the impulse. I don't know why. To need to respond. There was an everywhere. impulse I to wear. That in high school. It's weird though because you start the water polo season and you put your, the speedo on for the first time. You're like, I will not go outside. <laughs> never. This. I'm never gonna wear this. By the end of season, you're like, woo! It's just normal. Yeah. Football games. Football games. <laughs> <laughs> See, the seniors actually sometimes do show up with football games in their speedos. So, oh my gosh. yeah. There you go. That's a, that's so it's, a lot of information. Yeah, <laughs> so wow. water polo. So you know, I, so Halloween is is one of those holidays. It's not even a holiday. It's one of those things though that it's such a big deal, right? For ki- mm. the kids are all. I saw. Have you seen this? Like the um the candy buybacks. Have you seen this dentist office will do this? Wait, what? So I saw this advertised like a their dentist office that will you can bring the candy to the dentist office and they will give you like a buck a pound for your candy. What? I know. That's I, I mean I, I'm just not loving it. That's I'm, interesting. But that's that's yeah. better than like, man. It's not better than consuming it. I no, you the candy's way better. I promise you that. But there's money involved. One dollar a pound. You're probably not getting. Much you're not, more it's than not a, pound. a very good exchange. Yeah. No, yeah. but if the but I mean if the kids bring their candy in, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. A dollar per pound. I've also heard parents doing things called the switch witch will come in the night and like switch oh, their candy serious? for like something for money. Like, it's like, like the elf on the shelf? Yeah. Oh, I hate the elf on Which the shelf. Which we're getting to that Elf season. on the shelf. Oh, we're yeah, getting we'll talk about the demon podcast. doll in a little bit, but uh, that's a different podcast. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but yeah, the, the switch witch or this candy change, I just think, you know, I don't know. I used to eat all my candy the same night. Like that was, it was. Oh yeah, yeah no, night. I would do the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. The goal was to wake up or not wake up in the morning. Yeah. After eating all your candy, just... Yeah. Just out. Yeah, that was the goal of every kid on Halloween. Yeah. Well, we got to teach our daughter what Halloween was this year. Last year, she was too oh, young cool. to get it. So yeah. This year, like, do you want to go to houses and get more candy? And she's like, no. Yeah. Like, sounded terrible. And when we got out there, it still was terrible. She made us hold her the whole time. She was scared to death of everything. Yeah, it's a weird night. But so well, she yeah, got a very small amount of candy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That, I remember when but we went out with our, our oldest the first night, we went to like two houses and he was like, I'm good. I got like a sucker and a candy bar. What do I, I need know. to go to the yeah. house? And so we're like, but we need more. Yeah. He sat on the couch and just ate a sucker and was like in his uh, Tigger costume. It's the best. It is what? Tigger. Oh, oh, okay. Really cool. So, okay. So Halloween is followed up by All Saints Day, which in the Catholic Church is a holy day of obligation, yep. um, which is... Um, 
if you if you said to me, hey, Chris, we're going to sugar up your kids the night before. They're going to go to bed really late. And then the next day you're going to take them to mass and it's probably going to be bilingual. I'm not sure I would have I, I would have set it up that way. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Chris. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, man. It was that's it's rough. I like, can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And now is it is it because they're still jacked up on sugar the next day, or are they just they're still coming like down? They're out? Are, they, are they still trying day? to? I it's like the the whiplash of not going to bed, it especially for like the three year old. Like it it so the way it works in at our local parish is there's a seven thirty mass, but that's in the middle of school drop off, so we can't do that. Mm. There's a noon mass, and that's in the middle of school, mm-hmm. so we can't do that. And then there's a seven o'clock mass, which we can make, but bedtime for the three year old is seven o'clock. Right. And so, uh, and the, the, and it's a bilingual mass. It. Yeah. So, so we go to the seven o'clock with our, with our now toddler going or preschooler who's on his la you know, no sleep, <laughs> sugar rush from the crash from the day before. And yeah, man, it was, it wasn't terrible, but it's, uh, it's sanctifying. I'll say that. Sanctifying. Definitely yeah. sanctifying. Was it tougher to get them to mass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, where they, they were just super sluggish. Like everybody's just like, just yeah. Everybody's a little bit sluggish. Mm. I just wish there was a way to do that. But I, and I don't even know what the right solution is for to where would you put the mass in the most family friendly place? Because most of the people here commute like an hour yeah. uh, or an hour and a half. So getting home by 630 is tough for a lot of people. Yeah. So you get home, pick up your family, go to mass. You know, I feel like it'd be great if there was a uh, like a five o'clock mass for locals and people with kids you know yeah that would yeah. be really nice or like all the churches can communicate and offer like staggering times oh that'd be killer yeah well yeah because so i mean there we've got options we've got in in what like a 30 mile radius of us there are like four churches yeah so or if that North was a County, thing there's like great. 15 of them in that radius. oh yeah. i know really yeah <laughs> or she has so many churches but the thing is it's like I always say like, so Holy Day's Obligation, we used to do this thing where the kids would take the day off of school on a Holy Day of Obligation. Lucky. That because was... we wanted it to not be, not to feel like, and I hate this, but you know, sometimes like when you're a kid, they're like, oh, we're going to go to mass. It's not like, yay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know? And so it would be like, hey, tomorrow's a Holy Day of Obligation. We're taking the day off because it's a feast day, you know? And we want that whole idea. But then you get to mass and it was, um, it didn't feel like a feast no. day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're going to, if we're going to have Holy Day of Obligation Masses, like, it should be a big it should, deal. It should feel yeah. like a celebration. Yeah. And, and when it is a celebration. It is a celebration, yeah. right? And the whole, and we're like, it's so important that, that we're going to gather on a day that's not our normal day to gather. It's a moral yeah. sin if you don't go. So, like, like it yeah. should be like a, like a moment. Like, yeah, well, should... and even, even as an, as an adult, like, I was talking to some friends um, who are at school right now. And they were like, okay, so now I have to try and fit, like it's, I didn't realize what Holy Day of Obligation, so it is, now I've got to figure out when to go and where to go and, but then you get there and the mass is like, eh. it feels more of like a, like it, a chore than it is the right. celebration of. And, and again, I'm not, and it, it's, it, part of that's on us as people attending, yeah. right? Like we're coming right. in and we're poopy, like, and you know, I get yeah. that. I, and I just, I was just complaining. But then you also get there, and it's like as our parishes, it doesn't feel like a Woo-hoo. feels normal, yeah, or less than normal. Yeah, it feels know? less than normal for sure. Right. You know, well, I wonder if how you could tip that on its head, like and and like, like do holy day of obligation where it was like exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, the mass is the mass is the mass is the yeah. mass. We come to offer worship, but every time we offer worship, it's a gift to us yeah. as much as it is to the Lord. So like, why can't we, you know? But I think some of that still gets into like what we've talked about before of just. How to how to be more engaging in terms of how mass is presented, 
with right. nothing changing, you know? Right. Especially with with it being a holy day of obligation, with it being a celebration, especially All Saints Day. It's like, I kind feel of like, a triumphant, yeah. you know, feast. Yeah. It's yeah. not, this is not, this is not a somber feast. This is like a jubilant feast, yeah. right? right? I mean, with all the saints behind you and stuff, it's like a... And then growing movie. up going to bilingual masses where it's half confusing, half boring, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. You like I would never have told you that it was a celebration. I would have thought it was just Right. Something okay, we're talking about saints today. Yeah. You so know? yeah, I mean last night we had the homily and I was, you know, I'm wrestling my my sleep deprived, you know, drugged up. Yeah, you yeah. had your youngest child climbing all oh over you. Oh my gosh. That's man, my wife said that the other day. She's just like, I just I just need a day where no one it's climbing me on at me. All. <laughs> yeah, n- no one climbs me, no one touches me, nothing. You know. And that's, that's one thing like, I never sorry, that's one thing I never had thought about as a parent. Oh my gosh, Vinny. Like I've just never like, like it never occurred to me like you just didn't want to be touched after having children just clung to you. It's nice to cuddle, but like at some point yes, the climbing you gets to be a bit like Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mine yeah. pinches my ears for comfort. I now want nothing around my ears. What? I don't wear earrings or anything. Yeah. Because she just. How does that? St- how does that even start? I could not tell you. Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Our but second I'm just like born. away from my head. Nothing near my head. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Our second born used to like to pinch the skin on your neck and just kind of play with it in her fingers. Mm-hmm. That was her comfort. She wanted to use your neck as your as her comfort thing. Oh man. My my one time my sister in law held her and she handed her back to us and her whole neck was like red. <laughs> like, oh just, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, one of my friends' sons, he's he's a toddler, but his thing is, I pick him up and he'll go <gasps> and then grab. Like the hair yes. on my goatee. Yes. And then just, just like, like not even pull, just hold. And I'm like, yeah. let go. And I try and move. <laughs> and he goes, no. Like, and he pulls it back. He goes, yeah. And it's no. not like when they're that old, like you got a, like a, like a one year old. It's not like you can reason with them. Like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, just, it means nothing yeah. to them. You can't do anything. You have to, to let me. it happen. Yeah. Sit there and let it happen to you. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with these <laughs> kids and then we go through the homily and it was, it was, uh, it wasn't the most energetic homily yeah. I've ever heard, right? Um, and and I, but I'm thinking, okay, well that's what it was. You know, it was, there was stuff to get in. I remember leaning in at one point, listening. There's some good stuff, but but then it we started over in Spanish, and I was like, <clears throat> oh, I forgot. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then there's like ten minutes of just really, like I, I can't. There's nothing yeah. I can do here. You know what I right. mean? Like, and then I've got. I'm trying to keep my my toddler and my my preschooler quiet yeah. for 10 minutes keep my high schoolers engaged and not like ch- checking out and you know it's hard that's you know so i don't know how to like, fix that but that was you know all, all saints day i wish it was like hey kids it's all saints day yeah. we're going there's to like church a bigger and, deal and there's like a there's... like old like medieval like there's a festival in front yeah. of the church you know and which i think you know, would be i think like for all fun. for all saints day would be so cool yeah to have like the festival a festival kind of thing like right that would be super cool. Because well, like, churches we... used to be like the town square, yeah. right? And then you'd have like the, the stuff and like booths and like, you know. We do a trunk or treat. Right. Yeah, but that happens like this year. It happened the week before. It happens the week before. I know, it's... but if we're doing something like that, then we can do. Right. What if we did trunk or treat Some on the actual feast day? Feast days in general. Yeah. Do it on the That's feast true. day and have it out. And so they go, you go out of like the, the uh, Holy Day of Obligation Mass and mm. all of a sudden there's like. Life and opportunity to gather as a church, and you know, like food trucks, get some all this stuff, yeah, man, get some like mold wine, and you know, mold. (laughs) I'm just going old school, you know what I mean? Some mead, okay. So, when I was at um, the the and you you were there, you you went to Austria, right? 
I didn't go. Oh, to Megan. Okay, so so in in it's Germany, okay. Austria, and Austria, in either, most so. of Europe, they have these Advent festivals that go on like street markets, oh, right? Oh, okay. Horrifying festivals. Though, no, 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 no. Okay. You're thinking of the ones where they chase the kids through the street with, with the monsters. demons. You're right. Yeah. That's that's Austria, and they're weird. Okay. I'm talking about like um, <laughs> we don't go there. Well, no, people go there. <laughs> like Christmas markets, like, and so they've got like oh, it's yeah. like vendors, and and so you, like in Germany, you'll get like a a glass of like warmed wine mm-hmm. and spiced wine and or, or hot cocoa or whatever, and it's cool like if you walked out of mass and there was like that set up that'd be cool I mean, if i walked out of mass and somebody gave me a cup of like spiced wine i'd be like and then you right. celebrated the saints right like and yeah. you you know <laughs> you, we offer our worship to god we go out and celebrate his community yeah. and have family and and let it go on be the games night. and booths but oh, like yeah. it really was a celebration of the saints right like you know, and it's a lot of work to set up for something that's probably going to go on for a couple hours, but it would but be, still like that. Do you know how much that would change the experience? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. But again, like I think and it was something that has kind of been part of my um, rant for 2018, mm-hmm. at least the, the, the first semester Your 2018 20... rant. Rant. It's yeah. a long rant. It it's really a, is. Well, because like, rant. like the theme for the year. Yeah, yes. it's my theme for the year. Okay. Well, no, but the, the whole idea of. Because my my thing is, you go to something that's bilingual. You go to a mass that's bilingual. What's the first thing that comes up? Like just pops into your head, like kind of bilingual. Not because it's another language, but because it's long. It's not necessarily engaging. Half the people are engaged one time. Right. Half the people are engaged another. But if you take the same amount of care that you would for, say, like a youth mass or something like that, and you really did it well. Right. It's engaging. Right. You know, why, why are, why are, so at your parish, I guarantee you, you probably have a very thriving Hispanic community. You go into their services, you go into their masses. It's alive. Oh man. I remember as a kid, it's like, alive. Thinking like, wow, they're having yeah. so much more fun than we are. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, but that that's because the effort they put into it and the right. things that they love about it, make the difference and we come into a bilingual yeah and there's always that well we still have to be reserved because it's mass and i go but but that's it doesn't, it's it doesn't, nothing, it doesn't yeah. you know yeah the bilingual part of the bilingual mass is nothing like what happens on sunday yeah. at the spanish mass yeah right it's it's like they made the spanish mass just as as it, 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 anyway it's kind of boring right yeah you know i mean like and that's not the way it is on sundays at the no. spanish mass no. when it's actually uncultured yeah yeah and so my whole my whole thing has been like well what if we did that well, if the English part was like the life teen mass where it's like it's fun, it's alive, it's vibrant. And then the Spanish part was like the Spanish mass on Sundays Absolutely. where it's it's alive and it's vibrant. Yeah. And the, and the thing that kind and of cool. launched a I'd huge part of this thought, too, was when we went to Steubenville right. this year and Ike and Dolo, um, apparently it was. Oh, come to the altar. Yeah, I'll come to the altar. Yeah. And and uh, apparently he picked that up from a gentleman named uh, Ricky. I think it was Ricky. Ricky Va- was it Vasquez. Ricky Vasquez. Yeah. That did it. I think he did it in New York or something. Right. <clears throat> and he sang part of it in Spanish. Out of the blue, and the next thing you know, the whole crowd, whether they knew it in what was going on or not, yep, they sang it. There was this need. There was like a vibrancy. What was super to cool too, because you'd hear like Spanish, certain like, parts of the group like got louder all of a yeah. sudden, right? Where you had the groups who were more Spanish speaking areas, but didn't it didn't stop the kids who weren't Spanish speaking? Right. They maybe got a little more timid, but they still, yeah. Were, I mean, our kids, you know, from our group who were not Spanish speakers, were all engaged. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, when well, people people who mainly spoke English. Picked it up in Spanish, 
and still prayed it the same way because right. they knew what was going on. Right. That's yeah. the beauty of the mass. Right. It's the beauty of the church. Those prayers, no matter what language, still mean the same thing. So if we put the same amount of effort into it. And so this kind of brings me to the thought of maybe it's not the fact of maybe the root isn't the fact that we're not celebrating the saints the way we should. It's we're not celebrating the mass. Oh, I agree with energy. I agree with that. You know, it's, it kind of goes back to what I've been saying for a long time. Like, I don't care if it's a charismatic life team, vibrant, you know, <clears throat> praise and worship setting, or if it's chant. Yeah. Um, it just has to be, it's got to be kind of yeah. one or the other. What doesn't work is that sort of middle of the road, bland hotel art kind of hallmark mass. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I feel like the the bilingual mass is, has a tendency towards the hallmark mass, you know, or the hotel yeah. art mass as, well, as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> right. But if you did it where it was, it was, they picked something. They yeah. Just, they went for it. What in right. whatever Just whatever go form. All in and whatever. Yeah. It'd you know? be. Yeah. And I guess part of that too was I remember when we grew up or growing up at St. Francis, when they would do like the Christmas Eve mass. Yeah. That was a party. It was so packed. There were like th- like two or three different bands or oh, that's choirs. Right. Yeah. And they would shove them into the tiniest part of the church. But they would all share all the same musicians. They would play all the same music. But there was a consistency, but yet Right. Like when each group got their got their moment, their thing. Yeah. It's there was still this energy, this vibrancy, there was a celebration to it and it did it well. And I'm seeing less and less of that and more of just the well, we just have to do it. Okay, I think we're, we're we're diving into mass stuff now, which we, we are. We tend to do from time to time. <laughs> we but tend okay, to do here's, time. here's something I was thinking the day when I was at mass. I thought like the prayers of the faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting you're saying is like you're saying it was the community was present and evident. Mm. And I feel like the disconnect for a lot of Catholics is you go to mass and you would it, it's not reflective of the community at all. Mm. Like, no. You know, and the prayers of the faithful I think are a great example of that. You'll hear the prayers of the faithful. And it's just kind of these generic sort of platitudal sort of like yeah. Rather than praying for stuff that's happening in your community. It's this kind of very general, vague. It's like the the way I would absolutely never yeah. want my kids to pray. You know, like who would teach your, Would you ever yeah. teach your kids to pray like in these sort of vague, vague kind of platitude like, yeah. sort of? No. Right. Yeah, yeah. But we do. Why? Ah. And I know you can't pray for everybody's specific need at that point, but wouldn't it be amazing if we did? Right. Yeah. Well, because then, then it's showing that the church is actually engaged in its community and it's for them, other than just like. Like, let's pray for our world's leaders. Let's pray for it. It is very, yeah. like, vague For farmers like in the field, bringing on... forth their crops in service of the Lord, we pray to the Lord. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of crap it is. And it's like, you know, for politicians to have wisdom on both sides of the aisle, remembering that speech and and reconciliation between people is greater than any one party's. Blah, 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 blah. Which you know, is it's funny, like just, that's how it, that's how it often sounds. Too. It very, does sound that way. But what if we, instead it was, voice. you know, for, um, uh, for the, the Randall family whose dad just lost his job mm-hmm. and is looking for work. You know, right. we pray to the Lord yeah. or for, um, for, you know, Maria's, uh, <clears throat> brother who's got cancer or whatever. Yeah. You know I mean, and, and so it, could, it would go on forever, but I guarantee it'd be more meaningful. Right. Well, yeah, because in people, in people who know those people, then it's engaging, right? Because there's there's a reason to pray for, right? Yeah. Just putting a name to something makes it feel more. It's not like you'd call people out who didn't want it, you know, like you know, right? For the Smiths who are struggling and headed towards divorce, right. we pray to the Lord. <laughs> right. It was like a real awkward, real fast. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. For Rick Jones who cheated on his wife, that she may forgive him, we pray to the Lord. You know, <laughs> it was like, you just see in the other aisle. 
It's, everybody exactly. moves and it's just a... But, you know, you could... But if you wanted prayer. I don't know. I just feel like that's... Anyway, we, we've, we've veered off we, the whole we have obligation yes. thing. And but I think, bit. you know, it's interesting. You look at the documents of Vatican II, they talk about liturgy, and they talk about restoration of the liturgy. Um, and I think there's something interesting about that to say, you know, the way... The liturgy is perfect, but the way we do it isn't always perfect, yeah. right? And and perfect doesn't necessarily mean the most well-conformed to the rubrics. And, you know, yeah. so anyway, this is obviously Vinny and Vinny and I have been down this road many times. And uh, this, Megan, is, this is basically where the podcast had started initially. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So so that was just the thought. On, we wanted to kind of cover the Halloween stuff and, and, the, and the feast day and today's Dio, Dio de los Muertos. Muertos. No. Which we, is, I don't understand, I'll be honest. Well, but again, that's it's more of... I mean, it's 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 celebrated more by the Hispanic community than anything. Totally. Else. Yeah. But what's really cool though with St. Martha's is that is they do like, they have, um, ugh, what is it called? Um, they put out all the pictures. Yeah. Of family and yeah. stuff. Aww. And so at St. Martha's, they basically clear out the old worship center, have tables set up, and you can really? put up pictures of yeah. That's mm-hmm. cute. That's and you actually cute. get to do that, and it's a whole community thing. The ofrenda. The, oh, that's right. And Coco. I learned that from Coco. Coco. The wow. Ofrenda. I have not yeah. seen Coco. <gasps> oh, it's You cute. haven't seen Coco? I have not seen Coco. Oh. It's cryworthy. What's that? Cryworthy? Mm-hmm. And now you just sealed that. I will not see Coco. No. Oh, no. no I forgot that's it's not, not how to get you to yeah, like things. No. Pixar. I'm telling you, <laughs> that Pixar's was the worst thing line with me. I know. They, I they disguise those movies in cartoons. And I just, if it's going to try to make me a better no. person, I'm out. I don't want see, it. No. Not, it not why I love movies. So then you then you appreciated Then you appreciated Up. Because I, it oh made you, it was, oh, it, but but initially it, uh, it made you cry and like at the very beginning you're like minutes. I know what this movie's gonna be about and so you throw the whole thing out. They lost me. I up. I was I was there, but I was gone. But really? it was very upfront. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't lying. To no, me. they didn't they didn't lie to me. No. Wait. No. You didn't even like Up. I didn't like Up. Up you was my is one of my Kevin least so favorite <gasps> Pixar films. I will be honest. Up is not good. Up is I'm not just up agreeing and to agree with him. No, stop. I'm going stop to. Both of you. I feel like Up and Wally. They sort I'm of not, like. Well, oh. Wally was kind okay. of a veer. See, yeah. Wally was yeah. a veer, but I would watch Wally before I watch Up, though. Are mm. you? It's funny. It's cute. Yeah. It has everything. Didn't love it. Up. Yes. It's got a talking dog. Um. So do most of the other movies. <laughs> so do most of the other movies. Actually, but like, <laughs> but like an oh, actual man. like. I know that's I just, funny. It's cute. I don't. It's fine. I would say okay. My my top Pixar films. I'm gonna have to say the Toy Story films are great, and they do fantastic. But they again that last Toy Story three. They no, it got real sad right they, at the very yeah, end. Uh-huh. Got real sad. You, and you definitely were thinking. Yep. At one point, I thought they were really gonna die. I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is how it ends. This is the this end. Is, they're yeah. all gone. They're all gone. No. First two were solid. The first two were solid. Yeah, three was good. It's a little, it's a little sadistic how that bear has to spend the rest of his life strapped to the uh, the front of a truck. That was a little strange. Yeah, you know? I thought it was funny. It was funny, but if you really think about it, you're like that's pretty. That's that's some that's some I didn't Greek like tragedy stuff to begin right there. With, so you know I mean? was like, man, he deserves it. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, Toy Story Greeks. three didn't really need to happen. Just like all these seven billion episodes of Cars. They're and making Toy Story four. Stuff. Oh, are they really? They what are. more can you? I don't know. I'm tired of sequels. Anyway, we, I don't I even know how we got here. We've done this. Oh, okay. Coco, though. Wait, Coco. 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 That's how we Coco, got that's here. That's how we got it's here. It's really cute. Coco's one of my top my top movies, for sure. It's really cute. It is yeah. really good. And but it's also, not like cry like that. I just mean I have 
active tear ducts, so I cry at I have, <laughs> I have active tear It's my allergies. Oh, jeez. It's my allergies. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably end up seeing it because I've got kids and I'll have to. It's but, on Netflix. Uh, yeah. It's great. My kids have probably seen it. They yeah. probably have. Yeah. It would be weird if they hadn't. Yeah, it would be because they're kids. Hey, so we we were going to talk about the drink the Kool Aid stuff, guys. Um, yeah, we're we at, are. We're at like minute thirty five here on the podcast. We can do so it. We've, we've squandered our time. Uh, no, we can do well, it. But I don't know if we can get all in. But what's uh, so I have this. There's this blog I, I I heard referenced in another podcast today, and it was it was the Tim Ferriss podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Nope, not at all. I can't highly recommend it because he does tend to swear <laughs> and he's really into psychedelic psychedelic drugs. But um, well, yeah, it's interesting. This should be fun. But but there's a lot of interesting stuff, and so there's a lot to get from it. But they do every now and then you get a podcast where it's like just a little bit, a little bit like wow, that's completely immoral and wrong. Um, but I had this guy on Seth Godin, who's like a marketing genius apparently. And he wrote this blog I want to talk about called the world's worst boss. And I, uh, I got interested in it cause that sounded that, you know, just the title was interesting to me. And I only heard a couple minutes of the podcast cause I was listening on my headphones today while I was doing the dishes and then kids started talking to me. Um, so I had to stop. Um, but, but I went and pulled up the blog and it's interesting. Um, because when you think of the world's worst boss, most of us like have a boss in mind, right? Oh, yeah. Like we've all had the world's worst boss. But but the premise yeah. of the blog is the world's worst boss, that would be you. I would absolutely agree with that. Definitely the worst boss ever. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, is your, and Yahtzee. What, okay, so when you say the world's best boss, that would be you. What do you think? When I, when I said that, were you thinking like in terms of what this blog went down that road or like as a, as a boss of other people? I, my oh. initial thought was other people. Oh, okay. I'm a great boss of other people. You're a really great good boss at of it. other people. Really bad at bossing myself. Right, which is the premise of the blog. Like you're the worst boss of you. Like, And, and there's some quotes that I thought were awesome. Like even if you're not self-employed, your boss is you. You manage your career, your day-to-day, your responses. You manage how you sell your services and your education, the way you talk to yourself. And odds are you're doing it poorly. And yeah. I thought that's killer. Like, and he makes this point. Like, if if any manager talked to you the way that you talk to yourself, you'd quit. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was absolutely. that was a little bit convicting. Yeah. No, that's and I I literally was with and with with kind of the other conversation that we were supposed to have about kind of like drink the Kool Aid thing. Well, we'll get there. I mean, but like I had a couple of podcast. other things, but yeah. one of them came up and was like, "Oh no, there's no way you could do that." Right. And that was my, that was my, my like my, my initial, th- I was like, yeah, the negative even, talk. Yeah. Oh, totally. It, it was initial negative talk. I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't even tried it yet. And I'm already telling myself, nah, you couldn't do it. I was like, what? Yeah, totally. I feel like my problem is more just motivation. In general, I, I don't really feel like I can't do anything. Right. <laughs> just kind of having that mindset. <laughs> but, um, it's getting myself to do it. Like right. I don't really talk myself into it. It's like right. you can do that, but you can also do that in an hour. Oh, the procrastination. And then oh, I don't do it until like three days yeah. later if it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really my struggle is yep. getting myself to actually do these things that I feel like I'm fully capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's absolutely something. You know, it's and it's like it, okay. So back to the I, I mentioned this when I was talking about the Anthony Robbins like mm-hmm. get the edge stuff, and he has this premise that people do things for one of two reasons: to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. And a lot of times, like, I could do that right now, but the perception is there's more pain in doing it right now, mm-hmm. so I'll put that off till later because it's more pleasurable to no, not yeah. do it right now. And so it's training yourself to, to go, no, 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 it will be more painful if I leave it to the last minute and don't get it done yeah. because then I won't have this or that and the other thing. And so, you know, right. and it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard switch to make. Okay, we're at 38 minutes. Dang it. But can I say one thing? Yes, you can. And then I think we're going to close this one. We'll finish it in the next podcast. <laughs> 
when I wrote my thesis in college, it had to be 48 pages on, you know, whatever the topic was. Okay, when you say, like, when I wrote my thesis. <laughs> like, when I wrote my thesis. <laughs> what I had to do to graduate. It was 48 pages. Um, of... But my procrastination was so bad. Oh, yeah. I, I did all the research. It's due in two days. Oh, my I get gosh. myself a five-pound bag of gummy bears and a box of wine. <laughs> the, <is> the, <laughs> and wow. I went for two straight days. Five. <laughs> I finished it, gummy and I got an A-. minus. box of That's, wine. <laughs> No, no, no. Mine would have started strong and gotten like just progressively I'm worse. I'm changing my drink the Kool-Aid thing. That's how I'm getting things done from now That's on, from here on out. That just sounds That's... That just sounds like the worst case of dehydration I can imagine. I mean, I obviously had water. I guess. Just gummy bears and wine. And boxed wine. Man. That's what I needed to get myself going. Wine. Jeez, well, get that, whatever that's you what it takes. Yourself. I guess so. That's what it takes. Gummy bears and boxed wine. Well, I was looking at the five pound bag of gummy bears. I was like, I could do something hard if I could eat gummy bears while I'm doing it. Wow. And I did. Are you sure that it wasn't is... the, I bet I could eat that five pounds of gummy bears. <laughs> well, I knew I could do that. Again, I, I have no problem with my <laughs> it just sounds like talk It just sounds like a power nap waiting to happen, you know? Like, well, I'm going to do that t- tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've now officially crossed the 40 minute mark, yes. guys. So uh, yes. that concludes this episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. All right. So, hey, if you're listening and you've been thinking about your Drink the Kool-Aid challenge, um, then we're, we're going to get to that in the next episode. We will talk about that. Um, what you can do, just kind of let us know, is go to the contact form at everydaycatholic.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and there's a little button that says contact that'll take you to it. And let us know what you're doing, because we we want to know. Yeah. And we'll, we'll tell you what we're doing on the next episode. We're going to go through this world's best boss, or world's worst boss blog, uh, and a little bit more. And hey, this week, we actually had a couple reviews on iTunes. Yes. Ow, ow. Yeah, and they were yeah. good too. People said nice things about us, which was nice. I thought. I want to read them. And it was other people than the three of our moms. Right? I don't think it was one of our moms. I don't Sweet. think it was. Yeah. Is there any way to be sure of that? There's no way to be sure. They are clever okay. ladies. They really are. <laughs> sure. uh, but if you're listening and you like the podcast, go ahead and go to iTunes and give us a good review. That helps other people find the podcast. Don't tell Vinny because he can't do anything about There's it. Don't tell do Megan. Don't tell me. Actually, tell me because I need it. My self-esteem is really is. low. <laughs> I sit here in this office by myself, by himself, uh, walking, uh, working on my, my writing and stuff. So I, I, need, I need a little encouragement. But... Uh, but yeah, so go review the podcast. And just a reminder, the Everyday Catholic... Uh, pardon me. Dang, I screwed up again. Just a reminder, so the Afternoon Morning Show is brought oh, to you man. by Everyday Catholic. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. Go to everydaycatholic.com slash donate and consider a monthly pledge. That was better. Yeah, That's no, better. it was good. Yeah. I think once you jump the... The the hurdle of saying five hundred one c three. I think that's that's the hang. It's like all downhill from there. Yeah. Hey, actually, if you have been, if you're listening, that's that's great too. But I have another podcast called Weekly Word. We just got new intros on the Weekly Word. Yo, Um, Jim Governale, who's over at Orange County Catholic Radio, did the intro and the outro for us, and he's got like the coolest like radio voice ever. Um, Fun. So check out the Weekly Word. It it sounds just a little bit more professional. Mm, Hmm. Yeah. uh, Just a little. That's what we're craving. More professional, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. We'll catch you guys uh, on the next episode talking about Drink the Kool-Aid Challenge and the world's worst boss. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.